Hello there, you're listening to the Park Rush Podcast. This is a Thing Park Podcast. I'm Tom. Joining me as ever is Josh. Who day, baby? Hey, hey. Long time. Hey. No Park Rush Podcast. How's it going? Uh, yes. Uh, well, first of all, I'd like to apologise for uh, last week's episode. I don't know uh, what you mean. Tom, you fell asleep twice during the recording. <laughs> Look, it, it was extremely long. It was extremely long. I mean, the last time I fell asleep while consuming or partaking in any form of media was probably The Eternals or something like that, which I think was actually shorter than the podcast that we were involved in last <laughs> week, which I think sums it up. That was an incredibly yes. long podcast. I don't think... You can blame me, frankly, for, you know, catching 40 winks. It was long uh, enough to catch 80 or 120 winks or maybe even more than that. Yeah, I think I think you might be right. It was it was a long and we covered a lot of things. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was it was kind of intense. And, uh, you know, we we agreed to be on that particular podcast. I think at the time we were a little bit unsure as to what that would mean for the Park Rush podcast. Would it leave us enough time to do an episode of our own? Turned out absolutely not. Therefore, we decided <laughs> let's just whack it on our feed. Uh, but weren't un were unable to get it up on the Monday after it had been recorded. But it turns out not because it hadn't been edited and uploaded by then, simply that it had, in fact, we just hadn't been told about it. So I reached out almost a week later saying, so any chance the podcast will be up in time for, for this coming week? Perhaps can we put it up then? To which we were told, oh, it's been up since last week. I was yeah. like, oh, great. Uh, cheers, lads. Yeah. Fantastic stuff. So haven't told anyone that was on the show. Haven't told. Uh, haven't put it out on Twitter or Instagram or anything like that. No, madness. No, absolutely not. So we have not sat down and done a Park Crush podcast since before Christmas. I think Boxing Day we had a Christmas, uh, and what was meant to be a Christmas and New Year message go up. Then the following week. <laughs> I put up another Happy New Year message because the podcast we'd guested on, which was meant to fill the void that week, was, to, to my knowledge, not ready yet. <laughs> and then the follow, and then the following yeah. week, last week, that podcast went up. So that's how we've got to this point in time. But we are now we are now back. And uh, Josh, how was your Park Rushless Christmas and New Year? Did you get up to anything fun? Uh... Yeah, I mean, I missed not doing the podcast, if I'm honest. Um, it's it's near and dear to my heart. But uh, I had a good Christmas, you know, hanging out with family uh, for the most part. I uh, did a lot of uh, travelling uh, to uh, the various brothers. Uh, there's only two brothers, I don't know. I don't know why I made it out. Like, I've got 18 brothers or something. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, a lot of travelling involved. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was good. Good to... Get out of the house. You see built, some people. You built a roller coaster, did you not? Did I see this? Uh, did I see that right? It was uh, it was Hot Wheels. Beat that. No. Oh. Um, yeah, uh, it was uh, my nephew's first Hot Wheels uh, collection, like actual track. He's had cars for a while, but actual track. 
we had no uh, curves, no corners, so we had to. Uh, I was just doing up, you know, hill jump, hills, and uh, that sort of thing, and rollbacks. Got a good old rollback going, which I was always I was pleased to see. Oh, that sounds very exciting. I, I was never really a. I did. I think I had some Hot Wheels. I think I maybe only had one set of 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 Hot Wheels track. I wasn't sort of massively into it. But my uncle is a big kid, and he had some Hot Wheels that I remember playing with. And uh, somewhat more recently, actually, uh, he got some Scale Electrics for Christmas. Oh, so I, rem- I remember this quite. Christmas. <laughs> no, but it wasn't that much further back. Than that, than that it was uh i must have been within the last five years i don't know i mean time is somewhat broken i suppose but you know we always get roped into playing with some nonsense that he's got for christmas you know connect sports was that was a good year oh yeah your yeah. uh your uncle is like an inch like every christmas he has an interesting uh thing that he's got that yeah to show to, off uh, yeah yeah, this but year Scale Electric as a as an adult is out there. Th- this year it was some all, new cats, for some new kittens. That's what he had to oh show show off and play with. Uh, so that was that was fun. Uh, that was good fun. But if he got Scale Electric out, he could do like one of those old like nineteen fifties um, monster uh, films. You know, going over the track. Yeah, swiping the cars out the way. Yeah. Indeed. I, I had a decent Christmas as well, not too bad. I think the most exciting thing that's happened around here, though, is that we have booked Florida flights, which is oh yeah, very exciting, actually. I'm, it makes the whole thing feel a bit more real, you know, especially now that Touchwood, the Omicron wave, uh, it is perhaps not quite as scary as it seemed I, I suppose around the time that we last sat down to do a park rush podcast the omicron wave was just beginning and we were a little unsure a little frightened of what that might mean for christmas and new year and then of course heading into january but turns out everything is is fine uh, in fact there have been parties going on left right and center within our government so the idea of them coming out sort of emerging slightly tipsy from one of their parties to tell us that we all have to stay at home again i don't think they'd get away with that one to be honest so they've just kind of they've just kind of let us run amok and hopefully that means it's a it's a clear line from here to florida now in in mid-april which uh, is exciting i mean they've all been too busy getting drunk to uh even really pay attention to what the public are doing yeah i guess so i guess so Uh, but no i'm hoping this will be the first of many trips that i can book this year i'm kind of hoping that 2022 can be what 2020 should have been for me which was a big travel year and and now that florida is is kind of in the can so to speak in terms of all the major things that need to be booked uh, I can start looking forward to that one in earnest. So hopefully, hopefully no setbacks. Although controversially, we are flying to Tampa. Oh. Yeah. Which um, yeah, well. does take away just a smidge of the magic for me. I, I do. that. You know, there are certain things about Orlando Airport that are near and dear to my heart and certain moments 
from mm. getting off the plane to getting to the car park at that airport, which kind of add to the excitement for me, getting on the train there over to the main terminal, for example, going down the escalator and seeing, I think this, it's normally a SeaWorld ad as you go down to the car rental stuff. But the flights were so much cheaper to go to Tampa uh, that it just made sense. Uh, I have been to Tampa before, but not for a long time. We, in fact, kind of vowed never again because uh, there was one time we went to Tampa and the security at the airport, you know, at the check-in, were, were kind of implying that they might want to look in our suitcases at some point. And I seem to recall that my dad was kind of like, oh, okay, do you want me to leave the locks off then? Or do you want to look now? Like, what's the best way of going about this? And they were kind of like, no, no, it'll be fine. Uh, we probably won't need to. And then we got back to the UK and saw the suitcases coming round towards us and they'd basically been broken into <laughs> by, yeah, by the right. security, locks broken and everything. So that wasn't much fun. And I don't know if we've been back since then. So I can't really remember much uh, about Tampa Airport at all. So I'd imagine they're they're more more likely to have a Bush Gardens advert, right? I guess so. Yeah. Or what's the water park there? Is that Adventure Island? Is that what that one is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like across the street, isn't it? Basically, from yeah, it's own. It's the same company, right? So yeah, yeah, I believe so. So yeah, that's uh, that's mid-April. So uh, you know, an early shout out for Pastor John Self, who has been tweeting away some of the stuff he's been working on over the last few weeks. One of which. Uh, is on uh, piratesandprincesses.net and it's kind of your ultimate guide to the upcoming Mardi Gras festival at Universal and lo and behold I will be there during Mardi Gras which you know just adds to the stuff to look forward to is this a good compromise for missing out on the mummy I suppose is the question it's bold but I mean you get to experience Mardi Gras right that's going to be cool yeah, I'm trying to think if I've been during Mardi Gras before. I think maybe last time I was there, Mardi Gras was on. We didn't really engage with the Mardi Gras a, a whole lot, but I do think it was going on. Or maybe people were just really excited to be there and it got dressed up. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Uh, I, I also very much enjoyed uh, John's uh, top three things you should be eating at Universal Orlando right now piece. Uh, sort of three of his favourite snacks. Uh, I'll retweet it on the Park Rush podcast Twitter feed because there's some good, there's some good looking stuff in there. There's some good looking stuff. I especially like the look of the smoked brisket mac and cheese bowl combo at the oh. Classic Monster Cafe, which I've never been to. I've always been somewhat intrigued. It's it's got a cool aesthetic from the outside, but I've never rocked up and ordered anything. But I tell you, this brisket looks pretty. This mac and cheese brisket bowl looks pretty good. Looks pretty good. Uh, I assume, though, Josh, nothing that John has tweeted, despite his best efforts, has got you wavering at all on your steadfast refusal to go to Florida in 2022. It's just still not happening. Uh, well, John is putting up a good fight, which I appreciate. Um, always, you got to love the effort that, uh, he puts in, um, and you know, the amount of work that he puts into these, uh, articles, uh, is always second to none, which you've, you've especially got to appreciate. Um, 
But uh, no, no. Um, <laughs> I actually like. Uh, no offense, like you know, we all know what's going on. But um, my it's kind of weird. My so half the families that's going this year are going to South Africa. South Africa, jeez, no. Uh, San Francisco first to uh, do some uh, family stuff there before then flying on to Orlando. And then my parents are flying to Orlando. And then when the Orlando part of the trip ends, my parents are going to the uh, west coast of Florida to have like a week of um, like decompression before they uh, fly home. Because, you know, big family outing to disney world three kids running around it's Oof. it's not ne- it's not necessarily stress-free as a as an adult no that's that's not sort of relaxing by the sounds of it uh, that's why josh you know at the end of the day it's a it's a long-held belief of mine disney world is not for kids it's just not <laughs> i mean what Day out at Disney World is improved by the presence of kids. I mean, I I can't envisage a scenario where your time at Disney would be improved by children. I, uh, yeah, I just just can't I, think I mean, of I how that kids. would ever it's be the case. To, to, I'd, I'd imagine someone who has kids might be able to say otherwise, but uh, yeah, no, absolutely not, not having it at all. There's some there's some names that. Uh, Mardi Gras this year. Oh yeah, like who? Yeah, uh, I think actually, I Diana... think last time I was there, I think Pitbull might have been at Mardi Gras. Mister Worldwide, Mister Worldwide himself. Yes, absolutely. Um, so that I mean, the names that I that jump out off the page to me, uh, you got uh, Diana Ross is going to be there. Okay. Um, wow. LL Cool J. All right, I don't um, know who that is. He's a uh, hip hop rapper. From mainly from like the nineties, early noughties. Okay. Um, he's quite LL Cool J is kind of he's bit he's big. Uh, Marshmallow, you know Marshmallow. Oh, from Ghostbusters. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Khalid, who oh, I I assume is DJ Khalid, but I don't know. I'm sorry to interrupt. I am quite taken aback by the fact that Pitbull is only forty. I I would have thought he was older than that. He's only forty. Okay. He's only forty. Uh, also, yeah. Uh, Khaled is not DJ Khaled. They've just got. Oh, he's a different guy. Different, oh, okay. different Khaled. Um, yeah. I've only got names here, so I don't know what they look. I don't know what they look like. I've had to. I had to Google Khaled to confirm. Uh, Seal is going to be there. No, you've lost me. Uh, Kiss from Kiss from a Rose. What about Tay Tay, Josh? What about Tay Tay? Tay Tay's not. Tay Tay's not there. Jason Derulo's there. Uh, it's not the same. It's not the same. Tay Tay is uh, that would be know. a get. That would be a get. Yeah, that's big. I mean, she'd do it out of spite, I assume, after her legal tussle with Evermore. Uh, was it Evermore? Was, well, it, maybe. was it the Evermore theme park or what, uh, what was that legal yeah, Evermore tussle Park? Event? Right, Evermore Park. I think that was right. Yeah, just as a sort of middle finger to Evermore Park, if she turned up and performed Evermore at the Mardi Gras festival. I mean, Evermore's not really got a Mardi Gras vibe. I, I will accept that, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> just, just for the just for the fu, I feel like she could go ahead with that. That would be fun. That'd be amusing. Yeah, I'll be up for that. Indeed. Uh, but you know, Josh, you get yourself to some European theme parks in 2022. Uh, by the sounds of it, those what? sound like 
you know relatively concrete plans you've got there i i have one uh 100% de facto confirmed theme park uh visit this year um, oh and then some not as concrete but almost certainly going to happen european theme parks yeah uh the 100% confirmed one is uh flambard's theme park down in uh, helston in cornwall okay um not a big theme park um family owned as far as i'm aware um a couple of smaller rides but it's got like some interesting like uh museums and uh in like indoor attractions like that like britain in the blitz and victorian village um, huh. and they've got like a air but like an air museum there as well okay fair enough can't yeah. say i've heard of it but you know Hopefully, no, that's it's the thing. A, a jolly good time. Got a lot of uh, a lot of small, um, interesting uh, theme parks around the UK. Um, it is uh, forty-five minutes from Newquay. If anyone is uh, interested in that information, it's next to Sainsbury's. <laughs> that's that literally says that on. <laughs> that is on that is an excellent point of reference. Turns yeah, out as well, by the way, Josh, that I won't just be in Florida for Mardi Gras. If I want to get a music fix at Disney, I can also go and hit up the Garden Rocks concert, uh, which Garden takes Rocks, place eh? during the Epcot Flower and Garden Festival. Unfortunately, I don't think I'm going to be there for Cool and the Gang, which is just about the only act I recognise on this <laughs> list. Oh, really? Wow. No one else is is really screaming out at me here Uh, but from what i know of our dates that we've got booked i will be there for the likes of uh toby mac uh the commodores oh the commodores uh, blood sweat and tears yeah the commodores in enlightened should i know who they are i feel like the i mean commodores are fairly big i don't know whether you would know them uh, they they are they are prior to oh, um, us. Was Lionel Richie in the Commodores? Yeah, oh, yeah. Lionel Richie was, you know. Yeah, past member. I doubt Lionel Richie will turn up. <laughs> what about Chris Kamara? <laughs> uh, um, probably not. Who? Let's looking at this. You've got you're going to have William Whack King. He's going to be there. Uh, Walter Orange. Uh, he's going to be there, and James Dean J.D. Nicholas is also going to be there. Hmm. They're the current members of the Commodores. Okay. Well. Um, yeah. But fair enough. I, I guess I, uh, the the most like well known period was with uh, Lionel Richie. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah, I, I hear he was something of a big deal. Uh, news to me. But are you really a big deal? In the music world, Berlin. if you're not on the Rip Ride Rocket. And I'm not sure Lionel Richie is. And therefore, he still hasn't made it. Uh, well. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if, uh, I mean this, if that's not a metric na- to use, what time. is? What is? You know, you can keep your Grammys, keep your chart-topping singles and albums. Are you on the Rip Ride don't, Rocket? <laughs> don't you have to be a, a member of... Uh, Universal Music Group to be on Rip Ride Rocket, isn't that the point? I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think. I don't think so. I mean, 
I thought I thought Tay Tay was now. No, is that well, not yeah, correct? Yeah, but now I mean they haven't updated the music. It's not. No, I know, but and also Universal Music Group. I thought we'd had this conversation before that it's not even owned by the same. It's not owned by Comcast. Oh, is it? That's it's true. A separate yeah, we have had that conversation. Entity. Yeah. We've we've got to the we've got to grips with this before this very confusing state of affairs when it comes to the ownership of Universal Studios and Universal Music Group. They are different. So, yeah. Uh, I'm just going through, I think, uh, almost all of the uh, labels he has been registered to are now owned by Universal Music Group anyway. Okay. Fair. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, well, uh, we've, we've sort of touched on a few bits of news that I made note of there inadvertently, uh, but I do have a little bit left. But I feel like, to be honest, New Year, new problems for the London Resort. Or is it New Year, same old problems for the London Resort? I, I feel like they are probably actually the same old problems, right? Uh, yeah, I think local people are angry about the theme park josh uh, is, yes. is that true and i feel like they are using the uh concern around the wildlife notably the rare species of spider that call the swanscombe peninsula peninsula home they are using their quote-unquote concerns about them as a cover i think for the fact that they just don't want a bit of traffic near where they live uh dare yeah I, I would say so dare i, I make that claim I'm going to put it out there that the uh, residents of the village of Bean do not go for regular walks on the Swanscombe Peninsula. No, I, I don't think so either. Um, it would be a trek for, to start with because Bean is not exactly close to... Uh, I mean, it's closer than we are, but it's still going to be a bit of a walk to just get over there. Yeah. Um but yeah, like you say, people people are as always angry on the internet and in real life. Um, I've pulled up some, you know, various uh, responses to the current or the most recent uh, announced delay to the London Resort, and uh, some of them have, have some just have some good lines. None of them are particularly supportive of uh, <laughs> of the project, believe it or not. Uh, the the one that was most supportive was uh, let me get it was from the uh, British Association of Leisure Parks, Piers and Attractions. Okay, well, so, look, if the British Association of essentially theme parks, if even they are lukewarm, that's not a great sign, is it? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Uh, You're meant to be on our yes. side, guys. They basically said, hey, maybe we should, you know, look at all of this stuff again. And then after that went, but obviously if it happens, then we really support that. Mm. You know, like, come on. Um, so I'm going to I'm gonna actually throw the, the, the first one I'm going to say is Anglian Water, who, uh, for those that don't know, is a uh, water provider here in the UK. One of the, uh, like, we've got like six companies that, control the water across the country um they even they are against um new business uh they hold an objection to this event 
to the, the to the London Resort Company holdings. Um, I guess because it means that it's one less place that they can't pollute and ruin. Yes. Um, <laughs> you know they've actually, I believe, you know, would like to agree revised protective provisions for Ang- with Anglian Water as part of the updated draft order during that further period of delay. Like, guys, you're literally dumping raw sewage into all of the rivers. So I'm not sure. Yeah, no, that was you a couldn't. that was a big story in the uh, here in the UK. Was it last week or the week before? There was a report about how toxic all of England's rivers are. Basically, they are all full <laughs> of pollution and various other forms of waste, which are not. It's not just conducive the, it's not to just a the rivers, Tom. Healthy habitat? No, absolutely not. Turns out it's also the air we breathe and 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 so much more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, so go- the government running the place. <sighs> yeah. I mean, if I was drunk all the time, I might agree to allow the companies to pump raw sewage into the rivers. I mean, it sounds to me like the best hope, maybe the best argument for allowing this thing park to go ahead at this point is, look, it's not that your environmental concerns aren't valid, but we are so we are so beyond the pale by now anyway and past the point of no return on this, that what's another theme park, really? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. What, what difference what does it make? On the, does, it, does, it, does it make us go any faster down the slippery slope on which we are already on? Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> but not, that, not by that much, you know. Uh, I mean... Would you rather have marshland ruined by raw sewage or by construction site, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's a great I'm, point. I'm, I, yeah. At least a construction site brings some positives. Yeah, it br- brings some uh, some jobs to yep. the area and... Free rides for the... Spiders? Free rides for the spiders. Yeah, absolutely. I I think that is key to all this, really. Just make sure the spiders and the wildlife are well accommodated for at the theme park, uh, like like the uh, like the fair in a bug's life. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I hope they build one. Build a little bug. Build a little bug-sized theme park inside the human theme park, and then everyone's happy. Yeah. Yeah. What's that? Uh, while you're going through this stuff, what's that guy? That who's the guy that runs the theme park in a bug's life? He's a great. He's a great. Um, PT Flea. Is it PT Flea? I think it is. You know, uh, it is PT Flea. He, you're right. Yeah. Because he's running the um, circus, right? And then he's running the circus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got we got P Y Jabot and PT Flea. They could. <laughs> <laughs> team up and create the theme park experience of our dreams oh imagine oh a man can dream a man can dream oh. um yeah so um councillor laura eddy who's the green party member for newton ward um, oh, hippies. Oh, no, bloody hippies uh has stated and she she's quite angry. She she ends a lot of these sentences with exclamation marks. Um, and one of them goes, There cannot be another SSSI in the country that is under threat to the extent that this one currently is. 
Well, you're probably not wrong, Laura, but uh, probably, you know, calm it with the exclamation marks a little. Hey, look, show uh, some respect. She is an elected representative of the people. Yeah. Who are you? Why Who is, are you? Why is... I am an elected member of the Park Rush podcast. I, I, I don't recall there being an election. Uh, I, I we, elected we just, myself. We just forced ourselves upon the internet with this whole enterprise. You say forced ourselves. I say uh, elected by uh, the people. Okay, fine. Uh, I mean, are you going to try and disprove me? I mean, you could write whatever you want in the newspapers. I ain't going nowhere. Well, look, I could just look at our listening figures, and, and I think I'd glean from that that we are absolutely forcing ourselves upon the internet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Laura does have a good point, though. Uh, Dartford Borough Council has submitted some new local plans uh, to the Secretary of State for examination. And it sets out clear preference for respecting uh, the SSSI. Um, and they've come up with a new mixed-use scheme for the peninsula, um, which respects existing businesses and allows nature to continue to thrive. So maybe <sighs> even the local council is turning against the London result. Maybe, because I think I've told this story before, but what the hell. When I first started at the Dartford Messenger newspaper, the leader of Dartford Council, the Tory-run council, has been Tory-run for a long time. Uh, he, he took me on a tour, essentially, of the borough to kind of give me, you know, c- clearly uh, a very uh, b- b- PR-controlled uh, sort of guide of everything that the council was kind of working on and why I should be excited <laughs> and why the people should be excited about I, I about have a weird Darth. cross... He, he the t- image in my head is a weird cross, Tom, of like a scene from The Office, but also um, Mufasa telling Simba about you know everything yes. that. I mean, that's basically touches. that's basically it. By the time we got to, so he took me to the site, the prospective site of the London Resort, and we kind of looked over it from above, and it was very much like, one day this will be this will be yours. You know, this will be the theme park of your dreams. And and, I, and I've definitely said before on here that he said his his kind of view, his vision for Dartford would, thanks to the London Resort, essentially become the Kissimmee of Kent. Uh, at which point I think I probably burst out laughing. <laughs> saying, yeah, whatever, mate. Don't you have a party to get to? See you later. And that was, that was that, really. But... What what was that? That was six. Oh God, yeah, six six years ago, just over six years ago now, and here we are. Feels like this thing is just not going to happen, and any remaining support for it is so niche at this point and so kind of whatever. Half. Yeah, I feel like it's just us two, right? It's basically just us. Yeah, it's basically just uh, us. Also, Kiss Me's not. I don't know if the guy's ever been to Kiss Me. It's not like. Yeah, Disney World is a lot of yeah very cheap shops. He and... needs to watch the Florida Project. This guy, yeah, right, yeah, that's what he needs to do. I'll I'll, I'll move on uh, to uh, this one, which is from uh, the uh, a lovely local body repair shop. Uh, you know, does body work on cars called Beautiful Body Repairs. Uh, sure, that's not a plastic surgeon. I, I, Unconfirmed. I'm I'm guessing, if I'm honest. 
but okay. uh, that's what I'm going to go with. Um, they're, they're basically they're saying, and I believe them. You know, they've been for a very torrid time over the past ten years. Um, they've been struggling to get a mortgage, mortgage to move elsewhere because uh, London Resort keep saying yes. You know, because they keep flip flip flopping on when they're going to submit their uh, plan. It means that the companies that are trying to move out just can't get mortgages, um, which is a real shame because these small businesses um, need all the support they can get, especially now in these current times. However, uh, they said, what well, you know, classic small business line, I feel like, um, in here. Small businesses like ours combat what's in front of them and are completely lost in all of this legal stuff. <laughs> uh, you and me both, John and Lisa, you and me both. Um, the amount of documentation I've read on this, and I still don't understand what the hell is going on most of the time, is unbelievable. Um, but I hope, John and Lisa, you do get your stuff sorted out either way, because we don't like to see small businesses struggle. Um, and finally... Uh, <sighs> It's always it's always one. It's always the residents' association, and uh, this time it's residents' associations. Can't live with this them. This time it's can't <laughs> live build theme parks with them either. With, no, yeah. Uh, this is from the Beam Residents' Association. I mentioned them a little bit earlier. They are from. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. What you, uh, they're like the next junction up. Okay. I guess Beam. Um, so it's, it's they're opposite Blue Water, but that's a bit niche of a reference, I guess. Um, yes. But on a on a freeway or a motorway, they are the next junction up. So they're you know five minutes down the road. Uh, this is referring to uh, the stuff that's come before. Um, basically, I would you be happy with a continued delay in the commencement of the examination? Uh, one of the questions is. Uh, like a multi-parter so you know it's question two and there's an a a b c and d and you're meant to answer a b and c and d uh the bean residents association do not respond to a b c and d they respond to the bit they just respond to two okay (laughs) um you know the question the questions are like if a delay is still justified a what steps would you take b is a schedule of updated c what they've just gone if a delay is still justified, they just put, we don't think it is. Engagement comprise, com- comprises a press report of delay till 2025 with a new CGI of a fiery dragon atop a castle. Maybe, the, maybe they're playing the long game here, the London Resort, and they think, well, look, if we just keep delaying it, eventually all the old people in these residence associations who keep, who keep objecting to what we're doing, they'll all be dead, you know. And then, and then there'll be no one left to to object. Yeah, all the spiders. All the, all the will be spiders dead will be dead anyway, because of what we've already been talking about. All the residents who are old enough to be angry and engaged with their local community, they'll be dead as well. So all that you'll have left are loads of young professionals who've just moved out of London and don't know the area very well anyway. Loads of disengaged yep. young people like ourselves, who. Uh, you know, have no sense of community around here anyway. 
<laughs> you know, there'll be nobody left who cares enough about the Swanscombe Peninsula and the thing Tom, by the time will be built. By the time uh, construction starts on this thing, we will be the old people that are complaining. I guess so, but I've got a bit of a theory going on at the moment that I'm, in fact, ageing backwards. I think oh. I, I, I'm almost like one of those swinging ships that, you know, okay. swings up to a point and then swings back down again because I'm not ageing in a linear fashion just in the wrong way, like Benjamin Button, You're like a for sine example. wave. It feels like, you know, I was swinging around and I still looked incredibly... I've always looked young for my age, but there was definitely a point Tom's where I got swinging to, around. That I got, you know... I, I got to a point where I wasn't getting ID just to go to the cinema and stuff. Like, I felt like, well, I don't look 26, 27, but I, at least I don't look 14. But in, something very odd has happened in in the past, I would say, five months, where I've been ID'd for an increasingly ridiculous range of things. <laughs> so, you know, I've been ID'd in pubs. I've been ID'd to buy alcohol in the supermarket. I've been ID'd at the cinema. Uh, perhaps most well no definitely most embarrassingly of all however and I might be forgetting another thing but this one will will of course stand out because it is so absurd I have had multiple now stewards at the Emirates Stadium the home of Arsenal check <laughs> my age because to be searched you I think you need to be over 16 <laughs> so, so without actually saying that you know are you 16 mate or whatever They'll ask me my age, and I subsequently find out it's because clearly I must look <laughs> under 16 or close enough for them to feel the need to ask. So maybe... Do you just lie? <laughs> do you, what, do you yeah. say you're... <laughs> I'm 15, mate. <laughs> yeah, sorry, can't search me. Let me in. I'd be a very good terrorist, actually, wouldn't I? If If I was corrupted online... <laughs> I could walk straight into all these stadiums without getting searched because I don't look old enough to be searched. Maybe, maybe that's the trick they're missing. I could, be, I could take in any anything into there, you know. Oh dear. Anyway, it's London Resort. To get onto this one it's not going to happen, is it? It's not going to happen. No, I. I mean, we've always joked about it. Um, I, me especially, and. Uh, but I don't know, man. This fundamentally, it falls back on the government. The government makes a, can make a decision either way. I think they're a bit distracted and, at the moment. Yeah, but if they if they need a distraction, <laughs> boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, because once all the, once they've dropped the last remaining COVID rules, which are very quite really quite mild anyway at the moment, they're things like wear a mask and work from home if you can and all that kind of stuff. Once yeah, that's meant to be dropping them this month, right? Yeah, once they're gone. That what's left for them in terms of like a a positive a, a quote unquote positive announcement to distract from a scandal because just because covid might well not not covid not might not stop but in terms of it being an active day to day concern of the government it's it's clearly sort of ebbing away uh, but just because that stops doesn't mean the embarrassing crises won't stop so they will need to they will need a, something else to distract everyone and maybe the next thing to kind of jangle in front of us will be the London Resort, <laughs> and that will be enough to uh, to win the next election. Would you vote for a party if you if if it was a uh, local Tory backs London Resort, local other candidates are all against it, Josh? 
how far uh, do your morals take you in, in that scenario? I mean, Jesus, if if the uh, food that Pastor John is posting uh, doesn't get me to go to Disney, I don't think um, the local Tory candidate will be able to bribe me with a theme park on my doorstep. Well, you're a stronger man than I. <laughs> <laughs> Bring on the theme parks. I'll yeah, leave I my mean, morals at jo- the door. John has, uh, you know, built me uh, for that moment with his uh with his article regular articles it's uh it's just honing my skills of uh denial at that point mm. and uh they'll have no chance of swaying me with a theme park well that's that's disappointing to hear i mean if if if, if the host of a local theme park podcast doesn't back the london resort uh, then who 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 does who who is left <coughs> oh no i back uh, the sorry, theme park sorry i i meant to say backs the london resort in any circumstances Okay, yeah. Uh I back the I back the theme park in all circumstances except one. Okay, fine. <laughs> right. Well, I think we'll leave it there for the London Resort. I mean I I, I think we will probably return to it at some point or at several yeah, points I, yeah. during the year. Whether or not there are any positive developments or not remains to be seen if you skipped last week's podcast because you were scared off by the frankly obscene running time uh, we did actually have a fairly good conversation about the london resort kind of filling from the point of view of filling people in who kind of don't know much about it at all so if you kind of want a good catch-all on on what the london resort is about how we got to where we're at where we are at right now then last week's podcast is worth listening to, I would suggest. But that'll do it for now when it comes to the London Resort. I think we'll just uh, do a bit of a whistle-stop tour of a few uh, minor headlines here that I've assembled, and then and then there's one that maybe is worth slightly more substantial discussion. Uh, we've got two new roller coasters opening in Dubai this coming week. Uh, and, and Dubai's theme parks, I mean, on paper they don't really massively appeal to me you know, I've been to Dubai before, didn't love it. Indoor theme parks, bit of a weird vibe. Even bits of predominantly outdoor theme parks, which happen to be indoors, don't feel right to me. For example, the uh, the start of Thorpe Park, the start of uh, Walt Disney Studios Park in Paris. It's just a bit of a strange vibe for me when it comes to indoor theme park environments. I don't know how you feel about that, other than obviously dark rides, for example, then... Clearly, that's yeah. fine. Uh, but... I, 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 it does weird me out a little bit, but I think the amount of times we go to the O2 with mm. their indoor street, I think I'm, uh, it's weathered me to the uh, to the, the feeling of it. But it's still mm. odd. It's still definitely odd. That's not a bad point, actually. But, I mean, the thing about Dubai and, and the UAE in general, to be fair, I mean, a lot of their theme parks, they've got a lot of IP, which I love and don't really see represented at the theme parks that I am more familiar with. There's that Warner Brothers theme park, isn't there, which has a load of DC stuff and some classic Hanna-Barbera stuff. Yeah. Uh, And now we've got, got, um... coming to Motion Gate Dubai, John Wick Open Contract, a John (laughs) Wick-themed roller coaster. Yeah. It's a 4D free-fly coaster. With a 54-foot drop and a top speed of 38 miles per hour. So, you know, fairly modest there. But the idea of a 4D roller coaster is kind of interesting to me. And the kind of experience that 
you could probably only have in an indoor environment. And then you've also got Now You See Me, High Roller. So, yeah, I'm, I kind of am morbidly curious about the UAE's lineup of theme parks and wouldn't be opposed to checking them out at some point. And they are relatively easy to travel to at the moment in terms of COVID restrictions and requirements. So, yes, yeah, I'm, like I say, morbidly curious. I think I would like to check them out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they they got do some interesting stuff down there. Um, they've got the they've got a Ferrari world down there as well, right? So, um, which I know there's there's quite a, quite a few. Uh, decent looking roller coasters at uh, Ferrari World so mm. just putting random IPs from all over the place down there yes indeed well maybe we should hit it up at some point I know we've, you know we've got some tentative interest from some of the guys who who were on who, whose podcast we were on last week for this European trip or at least some of the European trip where we hope to see stuff like Fantasia Land and Europa Park and return to Disneyland once the Avengers stuff is open later in the year but yeah this Dubai stuff or you know why more broadly some of the theme parks across the UAE mm. uh, yeah I, I haven't put huge amounts of thought into but I, I as I say I would be curious to see them for myself speaking of new roller coasters one that hopefully I will be able to check out this year when I go to Florida is Icebreaker at SeaWorld. Passholder previews are going to begin at the end of this month and it will open on the 18th of February, now confirmed. So as long as I get myself to SeaWorld, which I think is probable, it's one of those, you know, we, we normally end up getting one of those passes that basically gets you into SeaWorld anyway, so you may as well go even if it's just for a few hours of a morning to do the rides, you know, the shows and, and yeah. stuff are, are not as appealing as they once were for obvious reasons, but you can kind of do a whistle-stop tour of all the rides in three or four hours, if that. And if they've got an, a cool new roller coaster, that will be a, a good excuse uh, as well. I mean, I would go back just for Manta, to be fair, but everything I've seen of Icebreaker seems pretty cool. A Beyond Vertical Drop... Uh, from 93 feet, top speed of 52 miles per hour. Some solid stats. Pretty good. And, yeah. and their recent track record, no pun intended, when it comes to coasters, is strong. So keen to check it out. 18th of February is when that will open. Uh, in cool. other good new ride news, so far as I'm concerned, for my trip, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure at Epcot has now got rid oh of the virtual queue as of today's Huzzah. recording that was dropped a couple of days ago so i could just jump in a standby line it will still of course be part of the genie plus service so i think it's a lightning lane attraction Boom. so you could end up paying you know a fair chunk of change for a family of four to go and skip the queue quote unquote but you can now just rock up and do the standby line if you like you don't have to worry about reserving yourself a place with the virtual queue system uh, so that's good i think that's it for virtual queues at the moment at disney world then not just at epcot because I, I think rise of the resistance has also lost it so as it stands there are no virtual queues at disney world i'd imagine that it will return for 
Guardians Cosmic Rewind at Epcot in the summer. I'd imagine that will open with the virtual queue system. But until then, I think unless they start to see attendances really just go crazy, then I'd imagine that's it for virtual lines uh, for for a few months at least. Uh, yeah, I would guess so, right? Yeah, makes sounds like sounds like it's probably the plan. Yeah. Uh, and the final sort of minor thing that I wanted to flag, potentially interesting, this via Screamscape and rumours of a new development on City Walk at Universal Orlando could well be working on an escape room attraction. And, and you know, I I haven't got enormous experience of escape rooms. The couple that I've done, I have enjoyed. I mean, it really depends more on who you're doing them with than the escape room itself. They, they have the potential to completely break relationships uh, whether with friends or family or whoever, they yeah. can be truly, truly uh, a bad thing to do from that perspective. But, you know, they could also strengthen bonds, potentially. Uh, but when it comes to this one at Universal, Screamscape do theorise that it could well make use of some classic Universal IP, which hasn't been represented in the parks in a major way for a while. So could you see some classic Universal IP brought back for the purposes of something like this back to the future perhaps That'd be cool. or you oh. know they also mentioned something like jaws i don't quite know how a jaws escape room would work that would take some pretty impressive theming to make sense yeah, i, I would imagine but a back to the future one i could see working you know some sci-fi doc brown like a, problem solving business going on like a fake uh glass like like you're in like a submersible or something maybe mm yeah, um, and the sharks on the outside. Yeah, that'd be cool. Put the TVs up so it looks like the sharks trying to break in or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I think I think on balance, I would go for something Back to the Future. I think that would be. Uh, yeah, I think that's that would be my pick oh, yeah, of the classic of of kind of the former. When I say classic Universal IP, I mean very much from the standpoint of the theme park. So. King Kong, Back to the Future, Jaws, all the classics from that Earthquake uh, theme park's opening. Earthquake, yes. Uh, the floor will fall yeah. from beneath you if you don't escape in time. Earthquake, the <laughs> escape room es- experience. If if you don't escape in time, the whole room gets flooded and you die. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Fun for the whole family. <laughs> Uh, that's like that is literally the story of the uh, escape room movies right okay i've steered clear of those until this point and i think i will continue to do so if i'm being honest yeah they're like even worse saw films i would say wow impressive Yeah. yeah okay well the final thing i had and i thought this was potentially interesting stroke exciting or also you know depending on how it's used maybe even depressing i don't know this comes from blue loop disney patents virtual world simulator tech without headsets so this i think the idea being it can almost create virtual reality or augmented reality style experiences without the need for you to wear a headset so essentially using some sort of tracking and projection technology basically allow you to feel as though you are somewhere you are not and interacting with things that potentially are not even there and when i think about the ways in which people perceive disney these days as being a kind of cost-cutting exercise for the theme parks when i think of the way in which 
film and move you know tv production is going in some quarters this idea of making you feel like you're in a place uh, using digital technology yeah rather than actually on, putting you in those places in on, on that actually way. the mandalorian the man <clears throat> the mandalorian technology which i'm assuming is the same technology they're using on uh boba fett now yeah um, i feel like it's kind of noticeable in boba fett i don't know um i don't know i don't know why that would be but i feel like maybe because i know what the trick is that um it just feels a little off compared to the mandalorian when i first mm. watched that I can't say I've noticed, but I think it's only because I am pretty disengaged with the show in general. It's already become the kind of thing I'm watching while I'm doing something else rather than actually sitting down to watch, which was what The Mandalorian the f- was. The, I'm not the really third episode was weird. engaged with Boba Fett right now, if I'm being honest. But third episode was real weird. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, as someone who really values a kind of theme parks for having that maybe tactile feeling i love it i love good production design good set design animatronics give me all that stuff i mean this almost feels like people's concerns over the years about how reliant certain rides have become on screens and digital effects this almost feels like paving the way for it to be applied to far more of the theme park experience than even just rides you know what i mean uh yeah, and is that a reason to be concerned? I, I don't yeah. know. Maybe for the purists like myself. I think. It, I mean, uh, screens will never be as good as real stuff. No. Well, um, I don't know. Are... I mean, if we reach a point where you step outside your home and you die within moments through sheer heat. Uh, th- then maybe I could wow. see the argument for let's all stay indoors. But, you know, r- right now, I-, I think I can cope with going outside a bit. I, I quite like going outside. Yeah, I'm not... I'm not, I'm not uh, against it. not against going outside. <laughs> I-, I went outside today. So did I. I also went outside. So, you know... I'm a cool guy. I'm not a loser. I go outside. Some might say I'm pro going outside. <laughs> Some would say. Uh, but, yeah, th- this feels like technology that could be applied, as I say, beyond rides. And, you know, why build a whole new thing, Parkland, when you could just build a big old building and then use projections to make it look like... You're in a thing park land. You know what I mean? So, Why someone, meet Mickey Mouse should, uh... when you could just project a 3D Mickey Mouse into someone should, uh, a space? Tell P.Y. Jabot about this tech. He should do, shouldn't he? Yeah. We can just, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, just sort of use drones to project what the London resort might have been on top of the Swanscombe Peninsula. That's what, that's what this will be like. <laughs> Make the spiders part of the attraction. Make the spiders part of the attraction, absolutely. But, you know, this is the stuff of sci-fi, isn't it? It's stuff you've seen in minority... It's kind of the minority report stuff or, you know, more recently, Blade Runner. You think of, like, the way Tony Stark plays around with his projections to... Mm -hmm. It's that kind of stuff made real, is what this sounds like, potentially. And, 
yeah, you know, you could imagine it being actually applied to rides in some interesting ways, like indoor roller coasters and thrill rides. But the idea of like walking around a space which has been entirely created virtually, I, I, I don't know. I, I, it doesn't really appeal, to be honest. Um, uh, yeah, not something I've I seen think. people like do large scale VR, but with so, like, but they will like map the room and then uh, so like there'll be walls and stuff, and then they'll put attach like the VR to the actual like physical walls and things like that. Mm. Um, so the the real real walls are also VR walls um, and things like that. But uh, it'd be interesting to see. I think you know what they're going to do, don't you? Oh no! You know what they're going to do? They're going to knock down Disney World and instead <laughs> build the Disney World Metaverse. You can just live in Disney World it's, all the time. You, you go the other side of the berm, and it's just uh, the, it's just a flat concrete, but in VR, it's uh, Disney World. You know what? You know what? I you know the only metaverse I would be interested in being part of is a recreation of Toontown Online. Did you ever play Toontown Online? Were you ever were you ever part of the Toontown community? I did not play Toontown Online. Are no. you serious? Are you serious, Chuck? <coughs> Toontown Online. Sorry, was ah, oh, I loved it. It was a three D. I, I mean, it was an MMO. It was free. I, there were I was too ways, busy playing uh, Lego Backlot. There were ways to pay, <laughs> there were ways to pay money. I mean, I guess the closest point of comparison was something like Club Penguin or I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess I, I played some of that. Or Habbo Hotel, maybe. I don't know. But I, don't, I, I played a lot of Toontown online. I, I remember playing it as a kid. I'm just looking it up now in terms of when did it die. It died in 2013. So it was going for over a decade. And there is, in fact, a fan-made recreation called Toontown Rewritten, which I am going to need to download. <laughs> I'm just... Oh, my word. Oh, you can, do, you can play it on Mac. You can play it on Mac. I am so in. Josh, this could make Tom an excellent... This could make an excellent Park Crush stream. All right, Us running around Toontown, we should definitely do this. Oh, get on it. Yeah, let's get on this. All right, well, there we are. Uh, no better place to stop, I would say, than with this very exciting realisation that Toontown lives. <laughs> so there we go. Speaking of uh, go. streaming stuff, we did stream some uh, Minecraft over the Christmas period, uh, some Magic Kingdom Minecraft specifically, which we, we will go back to because there were plenty of rides we didn't have time to get to during our time with that. So we'll play some more of that at some point soon and stream some more out. But there is a highlights video up on the Park Rush YouTube channel, which is quite a good watch. So do go and check that out. You can also, of course, follow us on Twitter, as mentioned earlier, at Park Rush Podcast, and you can email us, podcast at parkrush.com. Uh, you can find every episode at parkrush.com or subscribe on your preferred podcasting app. A slight change to how we're doing the show notes. Uh, the, the former home of the show notes is on, on its last leg. So I'm thinking we're probably going to move to a situation where uh, the show notes are just in the episode description. That seems like something that makes sense. 
maybe we should have done sense. that f- f- from the beginning. I, I, I don't know. But hey, that's almost like that's where that, it's for anyway. That is what we're thinking moving forward. So you won't have to go elsewhere to find links to the stuff we've been talking about and all that good stuff. So yeah, good to be back. Good to be back. Uh, once again, Happy New Year to you all. We'll be back with another regularly scheduled installment of the Park Rush podcast next week. Until then, take it easy, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye.